Welcome to Rise From The Scars Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Whiting. This podcast, I just want to tell a story. Partly because I want to share, and hopefully this will help someone out. And the other part is just to get this off my chest. It's about my daughter, my 30-something-year-old daughter, who just recently had a heart attack. Right, a heart attack. Who would have thought in her 30s that she would be going through something that most people consider an older person's problem. The reason I want to talk about this a little bit is because she's in her 30s and she had to call 911 for assistance. Her husband had just gone to work and she didn't want to take the risk of driving to the hospital. Having chest pains, all the symptoms of a traditional heart attack. But I want to say this because because she's young, EMT arrive and they question whether she was really having a heart attack or not. Imagine. She says, I'm having chest pains, I'm having difficulty breathing, and I need to go to the hospital. Their next question was, are you sure you're having chest pains? If you had to put a number to your pain, what is it from 1 to 10? My daughter has a high pain threshold, and her number was 8. She said, sir, I wouldn't tell you that I'm in pain, and I wouldn't call you if I didn't need you, because a hospital is not a place that I want to be. I would rather be home with my family. So they took their time checking the vitals, seeing where she stood before they put her in the truck. And they got her in the truck, hooked her to oxygen, checked her blood pressure. Blood pressure was 155 over 103. Oxygen levels were low. She was having difficulty breathing, as she stated. She wasn't overexcited, so they downplayed it until they realized what the vitals were. Rushed her to the hospital And when she got to the hospital, you know, they ask you the traditional questions, your name, date of birth, blah, blah, blah. And when they found out her age and the EMT assessed that she could potentially be in cardiac, some sort of cardiac situation, their question was, but you're 30 something. Shouldn't really be having a heart attack, but we'll assess it. So, you know, the traditional, they take the blood work, they do all the vitals, blood pressure was still elevated. 144 over 83, which is still high. So they did the blood work and there's a level of enzymes that's in your blood work that indicate whether you're in a cardiac episode and she was in the middle of a cardiac episode. And that means she was having the heart attack. So then they rushed it to the cardiac floor And realize we need to make sure she doesn't have blockage. We don't know why a 30-something is is having a heart heart episode at this moment. So they proceed to get the cardiac team down to assess her. And to make sure she wasn't going to clot or do anything that was going to prevent this heart catheterization to happen. She's got one fluid IV drip in one arm. In the other arm, she has a heparin drip to keep her blood thin so they could run this test 
They now typically try to do your heart catheterization and send the vein up your arm so that it's not extremely painful through the growing. But because it had been done there before, it was closed off. So she had to have the heart catheterization in the growing. Very painful. But I said all that to say, know your body and be your own advocate. Because had she not, things could have been a whole lot different. But what I don't like about that situation and what I wanted to share is that if you know yourself and you feel that things are not right, be your own advocate, stand up for yourself. Don't back down when people judge whether they think you're too young to have something going on or not. In these times, heart attacks, stroke, anxiety, depression, whatever your situation is, it can happen to anybody at any age. She's home now, exhausted because her heart has gone through a lot. But if there's anyone that hears this story and you know that you've gone through some different things, don't let people judge how you feel. Had she not listened to her body, had she just remained home because she felt exhausted and just was a little hurting, but no, I'm, I'm too young to really have a heart attack, she might not be here today. We have to be our own health advocate. And if you can't be your own advocate, we need you to have somebody that can be an advocate for you. Somebody that can speak on your behalf. Somebody that can talk to the doctors for you. Gets a little frustrating when people don't listen. You need to develop a relationship with your doctors and nurses and people who can give you adequate information when they hear you say, this is how I feel. These are my symptoms. What do I do from here? If you don't understand your diagnosis, your treatment options, or anything the doctor suggests, ask them or a nurse to explain it in clear, simple form until you feel comfortable. Write down any questions that you might have so you don't forget the next time they come in the room. And if you're headed to a doctor visit after your hospital visit, you wanna make sure that you explain all of the options. Make sure your doctor explains all of the options, all of the conditions, why you may need certain tests or treatments or procedures. What are the risks? What are the side effects? Is there any additional cost to certain treatments and procedures? What's the success rate? And explain all the medical terms, especially if you don't understand. We know doctors come in and they, they speak that language. We don't always know what that language is. We need an interpreter for the in, to interpret all of the dialogue that they throw at us sometimes. But make sure you ask all of the questions so that you're satisfied with what you're hearing. If you have to get medication, ask the doctor to go over the medication. Why do I need to take this medication? What are the side effects? And what is what is that going to take for me to, you know, to move forward in my in my treatment? So I will add this for 
my daughter's care. The cardiologist left after the heart catheterization sent in an attendant, a intern, and that intern had no answers. We didn't know what medications she was going to get. She had to wait till the morning for the cardiologist to come back to tell us what her protocol was going to be going home. That's not good. So if I wasn't there, if her husband wasn't there, she was under medication from the procedure. She was coming down out of recovery. If she didn't have anybody to speak for her, where would we be? Would she know what she was taking? Probably not. Or did she understand? Because in actuality, because she was young and and they really didn't think that she needed medication, she might not have gone home with medication, which is scary. So if your doctor suggests certain types of treatments or medications or tests, make sure you ask all of the questions necessary until you are satisfied for the best outcome, for the best treatment option for you. Make sure that you communicate with your doctor your needs. Your needs. Because in actuality, no offense to medicine, but they are practicing medicine. And they will move on the symptoms that you give until they see otherwise. So don't negate anything that you feel that's going on in your body. Our body tells us things for a reason. If your body is functioning the way that it's supposed to, you may not feel a thing. But the minute something's not right, there is a symptom to let you know there's something going on that you might not be able to see. Don't take for granted because we move through life so quickly that the aches and pains that we might feel are nothing. Because that nothing, if you don't pay attention to it, could cost you your life.